If you're enjoying this Med Prep to Go Step 1 podcast, you can now get the content along with the content of the Crush Step 1 podcast ad-free in one bundle. Just go to medpreptogo.com and find our new subscription podcast called Med Prep to Go Step 1 Bundle. This is Dr. Ted O'Connell with the Med Prep to Go podcast. Today we'll be reviewing three behavioral questions. Just a reminder that you can also find these questions on our website at www.medprep2go.com. If you have feedback or would like to get involved contributing to this free online and audio question bank, please contact us through our website. If you like what we're doing, Please give us a review and tell your friends, as this will help us a lot. You can learn more about me and my new books and projects at www.tedxoconnell.com. All right, let's get started with the first question. A 32-year-old man comes to his physician after two episodes of vomiting at work a few hours ago. He works as a waiter and is upset because his boss yelled at him for vomiting in the restaurant bathroom. The patient immediately left work and went home, but later yelled at his three-year-old son for leaving his toys on the ground. He tells his doctor he usually does not mind when his son leaves toys on the ground, and he feels guilty about yelling. Which of the following ego defenses did the patient employ? A. Acting out. B. Displacement. C. Fixation. D. Projection or E, transference? The correct answer is B, displacement. This patient experienced a frustrating situation at work when his boss yelled at him. Instead of confronting his boss directly, the patient went home and later expressed frustration at his son for something that typically would not bother him. Thus, he has displaced his frustration for his boss onto his child and employed the immature ego defense of displacement. Answer choice A, acting out, is incorrect. Acting out involves expressing unacceptable feelings and thoughts through actions. If the patient had expressed his frustration by throwing a plate on the ground at work after his boss yelled at him, he would be acting out. Answer choice C, fixation, is incorrect. Fixation involves remaining at a more childish level of development. If this patient threw tantrums every time his boss was displeased, he may be suffering from fixation. This patient later felt guilty about his actions, so fixation is unlikely. Answer choice D, projection, is incorrect. Projection involves attributing an unacceptable internal impulse to an external source. If this patient wanted to hit his child, but then accused his wife of wanting to hit the child, he would be projecting. Answer choice E, transference, is incorrect. Transference involves a patient projecting feelings about important people in his life onto a physician. If this patient started to see his physician as his parent, it would be called transference. The key learning point of this question is that displacement is a commonly used ego defense in which a person redirects their anger and frustration towards a neutral person who did not cause the anger.
Question two. A 24-year-old woman is brought to the emergency department by her mother with a complaint that the patient has been acting strange this last month. The mother speaks to the patient almost every day and has noticed that her daughter has expressed increased anxiety surrounding graduate school and often complains of not having enough time in the day to get everything done. To her mother's knowledge, the patient has been getting around four to five hours of sleep every night, which is why her mother was not overly concerned when her daughter seemed increasingly irritable during their recent conversations. Earlier in the night, she received a phone call from the patient in which her daughter complained of people following her and saying that they were out to get her. When the mother arrived at the patient's apartment, she found her with a wild look in her eyes and sweating. On physical examination, the patient is found to have dilated pupils, tachycardia, and diaphoresis. The rest of the examination is unremarkable. Which of the following is the most likely cause of this patient's symptoms? A. Brief psychotic disorder. B. Drug-induced psychosis. C. Schizoaffective disorder. D. Schizophrenia. Or E. Schizophreniform disorder. The correct answer is B. Drug-induced psychosis. Psychosis can involve delusions, illusions, hallucinations, and or disorganized thinking and behavior. Not all symptoms of psychosis are schizophrenia. Medical or substance use-induced psychosis must be ruled out first. In this case, the evidence of paranoia, along with the examination findings of dilated pupils, tachycardia, and diaphoresis suggest substance use, most likely a stimulant such as cocaine. The history of difficulty with schoolwork and not feeling like there is enough time could be potential motivators for substance use. A urine drug screen would be necessary in a patient with these particular findings. Brief psychotic disorder, schizophreniform disorder, and schizophrenia could be considered if medical or substance use-related psychosis have been ruled out. The main difference between these answer choices is the timing of the symptoms. A brief psychotic disorder consists of symptoms of psychosis for less than one month. Schizophreniform disorder involves symptoms of psychosis anywhere from one month to six months. Schizophrenia is defined by symptoms longer than six months. According to DSM-5 criteria, a diagnosis of schizophrenia must include two of the following. Delusions, either bizarre or non-bizarre. Hallucinations. Disorganized speech. Grossly disorganized or catatonic behavior. And negative symptoms. At least one of these symptoms must involve delusions, hallucinations, or disorganized speech. Schizoaffective disorder is similar to a mood disorder with psychotic features. However, the patient with schizoaffective disorder must have greater than two weeks of hallucinations or delusions without mood symptoms. The key learning point of this question is that psychosis can involve delusions, illusions, hallucinations, and or disorganized thinking and behavior. Psychosis induced by medical issues or substance use should be ruled out before schizophrenia is considered. Question 3. 
A 21-year-old woman presents to the clinic with her parents because they are concerned that she appears thin. They have noticed that she pretends to eat her food during dinner, but she secretly places the food in a napkin to throw it away when nobody is looking. When questioned, she mentions that she has not had a menstrual period in the past two years. When asked about her body weight, the patient says she feels fat and would love to lose 20 more pounds in order to look like the models in magazines. On physical examination, the patient has a body mass index of 17. She has soft, fine hair over her abdomen and extremities, and her conjunctiva are pale. Which of the following is the patient's most likely diagnosis? A. Anorexia nervosa with predominantly purging behaviors. B. Anorexia nervosa with predominantly restricting behaviors. C. Binge eating disorder. D. Bulimia nervosa with excessive exercise. Or E. Bulimia nervosa with self-induced vomiting. The correct answer is B, anorexia nervosa with predominantly restricting behaviors. From the vignette, the patient appears to have anorexia nervosa with predominantly restricting behaviors. One way in which she is restricting her food intake is by hiding food during meals and then throwing it away when nobody is looking. In addition to her restrictive behaviors, the patient has a body mass index of less than 18.5 and lanugo over her abdomen and extremities. Anemia is suggested by the pale conjunctiva, and she has had amenorrhea for the past two years. Another clue that the patient is anorexic is that the patient believes she is fat, desiring to lose 20 pounds despite clear evidence to the contrary. Answer choice A anorexia nervosa with predominantly purging behaviors, is incorrect. Anorexia nervosa with predominantly purging behaviors would show the patient restricting food intake in addition to engaging in compensatory mechanisms for eating, such as excessive exercising. Answer choice C, binge eating disorder, is incorrect. Binge eating disorder is characterized by excessive, uncontrollable eating without compensatory mechanisms. Answer choice D, bulimia nervosa with excessive exercise, and answer choice E, bulimia nervosa with self-induced vomiting, are incorrect. Bulimia nervosa is characterized by binge eating in combination with compensatory mechanisms to make up for the binge eating, such as vomiting, laxative use, and excessive exercising. Patients with bulimia nervosa typically have body mass index within the normal range. The key learning point for this question. The diagnosis of anorexia nervosa requires 1. Restriction of energy intake that leads to a low body weight. 2. Intense fear of gaining weight or becoming fat or persistent behavior that prevents weight gain despite being underweight. And 3. Distorted perception of body weight and shape, undue influence of weight and shape on self-worth, or denial of the medical seriousness of one's low body weight. Amenorrhea is common in anorexia nervosa, but is not a diagnostic criterion. 
That's it for this episode. Check out our other episodes, which we are actively developing. Just a reminder that you can also find these questions on our website at www.medprep2go.com and an open invitation for you to contact us to give us any feedback or if you'd like to get involved in this unique project. And I encourage you to take a look at the Crush Step 1 podcast, which you can find wherever you get your podcasts.